This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It didn't take me long to realize that the best thing about being a dad is that you get your own holiday. Father's Day, in which people are obligated to get you presents. Shopping for the perfect Father's Day gift can be tough, but ManCrates.com makes it really easy. ManCrates builds awesome gifts for guys. They take stuff guys love, like sports, survival gear, even machetes, and packs them into a wooden crate and ships it right to your door. Go to ManCrates.com slash stew to check out all their crates and give your dad an unforgettable gift this Father's Day. ManCrates.com Slash stew. And ever popular patent stew show. Uh, welcome to it. Now, we are happy to bring it to you Monday through Friday uh, on most of this same station. Ish. Uh, uh, you know, we've got, uh, we start the day with mom thoughts because uh, we've oh. been thinking, what, what, what kind of cool segment could we do uh, every day to start the show? And Stu's idea was, uh, <laughs> what about moms? What about thoughts that moms have? And so I thought this close yeah, to Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Bill, I think we should go the other way. <laughs> Hashtag for Bill. For Bill. Mm-hmm. For Bill. <laughs> was that a year ago? That was a long. That was a long, long time ago. ago yeah. Old uh, call. If in case you missed it, we had a caller who it was, on it was right Day. after Mother's Day, and yeah. they called up and they were pissed <laughs> off at us for not talking about fathers because we were doing a break about mothers and it's Bill. Always about mothers. There's always about well, Bill. It's. It's Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> uh, when Father's Day comes up, we'll probably do a break about fathers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, so now, I, there's still we get the hashtag. I get them all the time. Whenever we mention a mom yeah. in a story, someone mm-hmm. will write, hey, "What about the fathers?" Hashtag like for Bill. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me laugh literally every single time it's I funny. see it. So, so funny audience. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't really actually suggest a segment called Mom Thoughts, just so you know. <laughs> that was not a real, he was lying. That was, that was bad lying. Are you accusing me of being a liar? Oh, I think that's exactly what I said, yes. Huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. It is what, it's very similar to what you said. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you, know, you didn't really need to follow up with the, if I was accusing you, because no. it's definitely, yeah, all right. definitely true. That was what I was Because it is true that I, it was not true that you said that. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, but uh, I just, I was kind of, Amused by the fact that on the prep sheet it says mom thoughts on McKinney. Mm. I thought, what a beautiful segment. Mom thoughts. Maybe we should start with that every day. And then I thought, and let's suggest that Stu proposed it. Just to walk you through the thought process, because <laughs> I know what you were wondering. Oh, yeah. Anyway, here's mom thoughts on McKinney. Part one. So I want to give my viewpoint on the, the McKinney police officer. Um, and okay. some of you might like this, some of you might not, um, but I think ownership needs to be placed <clears throat> where it should be, and that's in the parents. Mm. Um, do I think that the incident was excessive? Yes. But do I think it was necessary? Yes. Um, parents need to take ownership in what their children are doing and hold them accountable for their actions mm-hmm. as well as the parents should be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is... When the officers arrived, the kids started running. Um, People do that. You know, I get it. It's kids. Ooh, the police, you take off running. Um, Where I say parents are wrong is, is that you should teach your children that when the police arrive to a scene, you stand there Mm -hmm. and you wait for instructions just based on 
You don't know what's going on. The police officer does not know what's going on. Um, secondly, everyone has, or is in an uproar about, you know, they reframed um, the black kids and not the white kids. The white kids weren't running. The black kids were. And I'm black, by the way. What? We did notice that. We. <laughs> she, she's correct on that. <laughs> she nailed it. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. And by the way, um, uh, as has been pointed out, not just by us, but we did point it out pretty early, I think, in the process. He pulls the gun on the white kid. Mm -hmm. Not the black kid, but the white kid who walks up behind him and puts his hand behind his back. Mm -hmm. And they go and chase him down. I mean, the gun thing is completely in this story blown out of proportion. It doesn't seem like there's really anything about that. The only thing you could say is uh, maybe he was a little bit harsh on the girl herself because, you know, as we pointed out, grass made up of needles. Yeah. Needles, needles of, of grass. grass. So. so you can't push someone's head into needles. No. That would be wrong. Mm -hmm. Even Plus, when they're needles I, I will also say the grass in Texas is a little different than the grass in other states in the north. It is harsher. It's harsher. Mm -hmm. yes. It's a harsher grass, am I right? It's not <laughs> soft and pillowy. <laughs> it's kind of hard and rough. Yeah. And so she may have... Had a little sting there. Yeah. Uh, so. And this is a great video by this mom. And we'll get back to a little bit more of it in a second. But I was thinking about this, uh, and I was uh, writing about it on Facebook yesterday. I'd like to know if you have an answer. I was doing, like, let's put all of the evidence that we have that this uh, case had any racial motivation. Not whether he did something right or wrong. But because that's not, it's not a story if, 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 you know, if he just did something wrong. It's a minor incident. Maybe the guy gets suspended or whatever. It's only a story because of racism. Mm -hmm. So... If well, let's take all of the evidence we have, even if it's completely circumstantial and put it into a pool. Right. And then we'll have a draft on the evidence. We'll all pick one piece of evidence. I'll start first. The cop was white and the person was black. The bikini girl was black. What's your second pick, Pat Gray? Uh, the fact that the cop killed 34 black people. <laughs> See, I'm sorry. That player is not eligible to be drafted. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, do you have a pick? So the only one, in all the Facebook comments, and there's a lot of really funny ones, but the only one that actually offered up any potential evidence was that this occurred in a southern state, and southern states are inherently racist. Mm. That's the only, that's it. There's not even one shred of evidence. No one accused this guy of muttering racial slurs under his breath. No one went on his Facebook page and found something racial. Nobody has anything anything to indicate that this was racial in any way why because it wasn't because it wasn't it wasn't and they and yet it's still the biggest story because of it's a racial story yeah I, I i what do you do i mean when you have a society that is so disconnected from reality or fact what do you do you almost just like eh, i mean maybe you, you feel like at least you just don't even want to put any effort in anymore because it's not doing anything yeah. it doesn't matter what the facts are anymore no. Uh, but at least there's someone like this mom to stand up. And that's why I created this segment called Mom Thoughts. Watch. <laughs> Part two. Now, let's get it straight. For real. For we real. black. We are here. dealing with 430 years of systematic genocide. Nothing has Wait. changed. You are still black and Hold walking. It. Are all officers bad? No. Are all officers good? No. But you still have to follow protocol. It's about, again, mm -hmm. the parents and teaching our children to respect authority figures, whether it's an officer, whether it's a teacher, whether it's just a parent walking down the street. We are so quick to say 
they better not touch my kid. If they touch my kid, it's going to all hell going to break loose. No, your ass going to be in jail with them. Now, again, I got sidetracked because this is very emotional to me. Um, there's been so many black murders that I have said, you know, that was senseless. You know, that person didn't deserve that. Did the situation get heated? Yes. But what people need to be thinking about and thankful is that that officer did not shoot because he had every right to. We could all be talking about a funeral right now versus um, he pulled her hair. He didn't have to put his back in the for his foot in the back of a 14 year old's um, back to refrain her. She wasn't resisting. She started out resisting. So that's. What happens when you don't listen to the authorities? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, most of that, I, I think she does a really good job with. Except for the 430 years of systemic genocide. Yeah, and nothing has changed. <laughs> if, I'm going to go with it as changed. Uh, yeah, yeah and, quite a bit. Uh, was there ever systemic genocide? Was there? I mean, maybe global. In America. I mean, if you're making, she maybe There's she's no genocide in America. There probably is a global. Slavery argument. and genocide are different. They are different. Uh, I, you know, let's just let's draw that differentiation right there. Slavery, genocide. They're both now, bad. Is that because you you love slavery? No. Is that what you're saying? No, it is not. You're, you're saying, arguing in, if Pat I'm is arguing in different. favor of slavery. That's why I created this segment. Pat argues for slavery. Go no. ahead, Pat. No. It's a, I'm, no. <laughs> Thank you. You're I think your segment was a nicer creation <laughs> okay. than <Well>. mine. <laughs> They're not all going to be winners. You know? <laughs> I can't name all 430 of them. years of systemic genocide, I think that would pretty well wipe out a race. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. at least there's been attempts at genocide, um, uh, certainly, uh, uh, over these years. But uh, not, not in America, really. I mean, it, there were uh, certainly people who would have loved it. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. There's a lot of people who would have been would have thought that was just peachy. Mm -hmm. uh, but it uh, didn't, thankfully, actually uh, happen. But uh, globally, there certainly has been a lot of cases of it, of course. There was something else you said there that... Now I've forgotten what it was, but it, it kind of bothered me. Can, can we see what she said? Because there was a lot there. Let's, uh, let's run through that one more time with uh, Mom Part 2. Now let's get it straight, for real. We're for black. Real. We are dealing with 430 years of systematic genocide. Nothing no. has changed. A lot's changed. You are still black and walking. Are all officers bad? No. Are all officers good? No. Uh, no. But you still have to follow protocol. It's about, again, the parents and teaching our children to respect authority figures, whether it's an officer, whether it's a teacher, whether it's just a parent walking down the street. We are so quick to say, they better not touch my kid. If they touch my kid, it's going to, all hell going to break loose. No, your ass going to be in jail with them. Now, again, I got sidetracked because this is very emotional to me. Um, there's been so many black murders that I have said, you know, that was senseless. You know, that person didn't deserve that. Did the situation get heated? Yes. But what people need to be thinking about and thankful is that that officer did not shoot because he had every right to. We could all be talking about a funeral right now versus um, he pulled her hair. He didn't have to put his back in the fort, his foot in the back of a 14 year old's um, <laughs> back to refrain her. She wasn't resisting. She started out she's resisting. Gonna, gonna mm -hmm. So that's what happens when you don't listen to the authorities. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, a, it's a really good point on, on the authority stuff because 
you know, black kids, white kids. We, and there's no respect for authority anymore. There's just no respect. And, and you saw the white kids that were there, too. They had no respect for the police. And so, I, I mean, that is a real problem. And, and you've got to hold parents accountable for not teaching that. But this is so amazing because she mentions the deaths of blacks and how, you know, she's upset by that. Isn't it incredible how we've been dealing with this story where no one was hurt, no one was hospitalized, somebody went to the hospital and were released because there was nothing wrong with them. We've been talking about this for a week now. We don't spend any time with the, you know, 25 to 30 people killed every weekend in Chicago. 25 or 30 people, 40 people shot every weekend in Chicago. We don't talk about it ever. The national news spends zero time on that. If it's black-on-black black crime, they don't have any time for it. They couldn't care less. I, I, I just really wish this Black Lives Matter uh, movement would focus on black lives mattering. Because uh, you almost have... I mean, you've got an incredible situation in Chicago and in Baltimore and all these major cities where blacks are dying uh, by the scores all the time. And not a word about it. Not a word about it. They couldn't care less. But when somebody gets roughed up on a lawn near a pool, uh, it's the worst thing that ever happened. And racism is rampant. Yeah. I mean, part of it, I think, is just the Al Sharpton selectiveness of, you know, you just look for the thing that benefits your viewpoint. The media likes this viewpoint. They want to say the cops are bad and that uh, blacks are in danger all the time. So they, they make a big deal out of these stories. They know people connect with them at some level. The other part of it, I think, too, is, the, is video. You know, I think if you see, you know, it's like video. If someone was shot, it would be harder to show the video. But since there, wa there mm -hmm. wasn't anyone, like, people get shot all the time and get caught on camera. They don't show at least the moment of the death because it's a little too brutal and people don't really want to see it. So they just, well, this, this person in a bikini is on the ground and there's a, yeah. there's a cop there. You know, wow, look, look at this, the horrors. This girl in a bikini, Stu? I mean, I know you're trying to make light of her just falling on the ground, but do you realize that she has rarely left her home that she shares with her aunt since last week's confrontation? No, I probably wow. did she okay. wait, did anything. Do you happen realize to her? that the way she was treated was inappropriate, excessive, and without cause? That's what her attorney believes. Of course. Okay. I mean, and, and this is obviously, like, for the media, for, for the nation. Setting up the lawsuit. For the media, for the nation and everything, this is about uh, a larger cause. For her, it's probably at this point about money. I mean, you just want to sue and get cash. It has nothing to do with the larger cause, but you know you're going to take advantage of it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's interesting because you say that she hasn't left the house. Rarely. 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 So she has left. But hasn't left as quite as often as previous. Uh, well, you know, probably hasn't had any issues then, right? It's like mm -hmm. you probably. It's, it's interesting because these white cops who hate you so much haven't been knocking on your door, haven't bring, haven't busting in in the middle of the night right. and shooting you. They just kind of left you alone when you didn't go to break into the pool party. Well, it's weird. It, she's she hasn't gone anywhere because she's been paralyzed from the neck down. No, no, it's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That is uh, that did, that in did not way? occur. In uh, what way? Well, she's not paralyzed. Uh, it's not from the neck down. It's not from anything down because she did, it didn't happen. <laughs> but other than that, you're right. <laughs> other than that. And did you see the principal who defended the cops' actions? With uh, like he posted it on was it Facebook? He yeah he posted yeah. something online. I, I don't know uh, what the forum was. Yeah, principal was of North Miami Senior High School uh, was talking about the cop. 
And there he is, uh, not the cop, but the principal. And he said he did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. He was afraid for his life. I commend him for his actions. Fired. Guy got fired for that. Wow. I, we're not in America anymore. No, we are Story not. after story after story, day in and day out, week in and week out, we, we find that we no longer live in the country we grew up in. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Since that's the case, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen from here, you might want to be prepared for any eventuality, whether it's losing your job or a weather situation or whatever catastrophe that knocks things out for a couple of days. Um, I've, I've lived in cities where that's happened, where everything shut down for seven days one time in uh, Houston. And so I'll tell you something. Our 72-hour kits came in really handy. You can get yours right now. From my Patriot Supply for ten bucks a piece, ten dollars, and that includes shipping. So it's like it's not like okay, well, I pay ten dollars for the food, but there's a hundred and thirty-eight dollars shipping cost. That's yeah, the type of deal that Jeffy that. runs on his website. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like oh, it's only four dollars, and then an additional seven hundred nine hundred ninety-eight dollars for shipping and shipping. handling. <laughs> well, Don't yeah, forget it, the handling. It's the handling right? that really costs you. <laughs> the shipping's yeah. actually quite yeah. inexpensive. Because I mean, how expensive? You know what that cost me? Forty-five dollars to, to handle that. To handle. My <laughs> Patriot Supply doesn't put you through that. They no. just, I don't know, send you this stuff. Uh, ten bucks. <laughs> it is a ten-dollar uh, no uh, shipping uh, added on. What about the handling? No handling added okay. on as well. Mm -hmm. uh, for my Patriot Supply, the number to get it is 800-274-3040. It's a great way to start your preparation for your family. 800-274-3040. It's my Patriot Supply. It's not just food, it's freedom. And handling. And handling. Plus handling. Plus, plus the handling. Not, no. This is a national health care alert from the Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You could qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Get free delivery, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers at no charge to you. So if you're on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost. Friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have other pain-relieving braces, too, for your shoulder, ankle, or back. You may be eligible to get these items and more at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Our friendly representatives are standing by now to help you, so please call now. Call 866-295-8411. That's 866-295-8411. Again, 866-295-8411. That's 866-295-8411. I guess Megyn Kelly's getting some flack because apparently she sided with the uh, uh, cop in McKinney, yeah. <laughs> which you can't do. I, I, you can't have an opinion that differs from the left. You, you can't. Otherwise, they will drum you out of existence. They will actually uh, force you out of civilization. They're trying to find a planet conservative right now. So they're not sure whether that would be like Neptune, but they're going to ship all conservatives to a separate planet uh, sometime soon. And yes, you will you will die along the way because it would take too long to get to Neptune. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> now, of course, what you say is completely accurate. You're not allowed mm -hmm. to uh, side not, with, the, with the officer. Although I don't even think she did it. Uh, no, and I think she says she didn't. But they said that it means she supports the brutalization of young women. <laughs> Which what a lot of women do. <sighs> women love young women being they brutalized. Do. As long as it's not them, mm -hmm. they're so selfish and self-centered that they don't mind other women being brutalized. Which, of course, you saying that is actually anti-woman and uh, hate yes, uh, right. sexist. But them saying it means that they love women and are supporting them. But, of course, Megan doesn't need our defense. She's pretty capable of doing her own. Some in the left-wing press continue to use this incident to dishonestly push their own agenda. Case in point, Scott Eric Kaufman, a writer at Salon, which is a far-left website that often descends into ugly partisan hackery. Mr. Kaufman, repeating a Media Matters lie, that's the website devoted to killing Fox News. How's that going for you? Went up with a piece <laughs> yesterday suggesting that yours truly on Monday night, quote, spent half the program trying to justify the police in McKinney before allegedly, quote, leaping to Corporal Casebolt's defense by saying that this teen was, quote, no saint either. Here is what actually happened. We did two segments on McKinney. The first involved an eyewitness who defended the officer. The second involved two pundits, Mark Furman and Richard Fowler, both of whom were against the cop. Two segments out of six on our show, and two of the three guests against the cop. I took no position on the matter, other than to acknowledge the brutality of the cop's actions and the decision-making of the young woman that brought her into his focus. Several other left-wing blogs ran with the narrative, suggesting that our show supports the brutalization of young women. It's almost pointless to respond to these kinds of smears, and I almost never do it. But this one struck me as an example of how drastically the press, really the blogs, distort innocuous comments to promote their own agendas. It is not just a left-wing thing, to be fair, but too often it is done by the far left with glee mm -hmm. and with total impunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Yeah, you don't want to piss off Megyn Kelly. You don't want to. It's just it's silly. You know, again, like, you get people that, you know, I was reading, Salon is, it's like... It's one of your favorite sites. It's funny because it's one of those sites that they're not trying anymore. Like, there was a time probably they were, like mm -hmm. they were trying to make coherent arguments that agreed with a left-wing position. They're not trying to do that they, anymore. They'd make some outrageous it's statement just, or claim and then try to make it work. Yeah. Now they just make the outrageous statement or claim, they right. don't even try to make it work. Right. Like the, the one today mm -hmm. I saw that the, the, the kick that they're on is um, Jerry Seinfeld mm -hmm. is, is a horrible person because he's against... Salon did that? Yeah. Did like, they really? I mean, like, Jeez, there's no man. there's no effort behind Are that, right? It's just me? okay. What stories in the news say a crazy mm -hmm. thing about it? Like, it's not. There, it, you've come to a point in which, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you're walking into the gym, but you're not going to any of the machines. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you're not. It, 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 there's no effort left there. And you know, I, I mean, I, I, I'd say it's sad. I, I just don't care about whether they're they succeed or not but it's it is a a sad sign of the way media operates today it's it's like you know you're you're kind of at that level where it, it's like you know it's a, it's a it's a band who has been around for a long time and is playing intimate venues and they can't really play their instruments anymore and they still dress the same way it's just like it's just bad it's just mm -hmm. it's time to just shut it down you know mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's, it's like a, it's a, it would be merciful. You, you put it, you just put it down. Put, put the whole site down. Time just, to euthanize it, Salon. I, I, it's time to put it, out, yeah. put it at, at itself out of its, its yeah. own misery. That would be it's nice. It's just sad.
But whatever. I mean, I don't really care. It's a kind of. I mean, I will say for our purposes, it's good because they sit here and make really ridiculous claims that we can mock, and I do like that. So I mean, there is a purpose for them. I'm not saying there's not. It's, you know, I'm sure they're making their money from their you know the dumb progressive followers who will just believe anything they say. I'm sure there's enough of them to make some cash, but it is sort of silly. Yeah, usually these places are underwritten because they don't make any money, so they have to be donated money from the likes of George Soros and and. The Tides Foundation yeah. and other people who fund them. And I think if you if you got if you found one of them in a moment of honesty, if they've ever had one, they would probably admit uh, that you can't make money doing that. You, you can't like you you try to make quote unquote serious liberal arguments, and there's just not enough traffic to make that a profitable thing. And you've even seen that with some conservative sites that are more uh, you know they just sit there and they try to be you know. Uh, I don't know, uh, academic about the process. And it's hard to make money, and they ask for donations and things like that. I understand that. So what they've done is bailed on it. They've bailed on any idea that they might come close to a rational thought and just say whatever, whenever. And, you know, I mean, it, it, this, was the, this is a site that was advocating, um, you know, well, yeah, it's a great political tactic to burn down your city. That's a good, I mean, that's, there's, you're not trying at that point. You can't be taken seriously when you write articles about how it's a good political tactic to burn down your city. All right. I mean, I think it's time to turn it off. Mm -hmm. And that's where they've been Mm -hmm. lately. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, Texas is uh, considering bringing back soda machines and fryers. Good. I love love Texas, man. Um, While most schools around the country are kicking soda machines and deep fryers to the curb, or already did it, you know, because of the Michelle Obama movement. An official in Texas wants to make these options available again after they've been gone for, oh, more than 10 years? Wow. So yeah. this happened before Michelle. We can't even blame this on Michelle. We're all about... Yes, we can. Uh, we're <laughs> all about what our country was founded on. We're about giving our school, school district freedom, liberty, and individual responsibility, according to Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller. Uh, Miller's mission is to bring these food options back into schools, it was pitched earlier this year, along with five other proposed changes to the school nutrition policy. Uh, my San Antonio pointed out that 105 people or groups wrote to the department about their concerns regarding the proposal, while only eight groups wrote in to support it. It's too bad. Uh, school districts that disagree with my decision, I just have to say, don't get a deep fryer. <laughs> I love Texas. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? You don't want a deep fryer, don't get a deep fryer. But... You know, maybe ask your kids. Maybe ask the students. You want that option? Well, you know, sometimes you could have... It doesn't mean that you have to have fried food every single day, all day long. Right. It just means that's one of the options. So what? You know, we talk a lot about, you know, important issues on the show all the time. Uh, All of them are behind access to soda for me. Um, I don't (laughs) care about any... ISIS, don't care. Uh, What I I care about, (laughs) access to soda... Uh, it is actually. When ISIS limits your access to <laughs> right. soda, mm-hmm. then you'll tear into them. Then I will. Then I will be upset right. at that point. Right. The only reason I want to take action on them now is to prevent that, mm-hmm. because at some point they may try to limit access they to may. my soda and my artificial sweeteners. I think they may. Um, but you know, I, I honestly like. This is such a silly thing. I mean, you know, I we had. I, I think we had. I'm trying to think if we had a soda machine. Anything. I think we had one in high school. Um, a soda machine in our high school. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, we definitely but did. I never had. You know, oh like, yeah, frosty machine. Wow. Okay, you're you making the argument machine? against the people you had a in Texas. Frosty machine. You did not. Yeah, we did. Really? Wow, we did not have. That. I never. I never had any. No. no, no, no. I chose uh-huh. not to. Sure. Well, you made healthy choices. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
You know, carrots. Uh -huh. You had carrots. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I understand. I was always at the kale counter. <laughs> By the way, the, the way you limit, and, and the way I was limited, I, I was not limited because I um, had self-control over my eating habits. Mm -hmm. Still not today. But when I, you know, back in the day, um, I was limited because I didn't have any money. I didn't, Me too. I didn't have any money in my pocket my to go to the freaking <laughs> yeah, machine and pay limit. for it. I would have had soda all the time. I just yeah. didn't have any money. Right, I didn't have any money. So that's a good way to, I don't know, limit your kids' access to soda if you yep. really want to do it. Yep. Um, I, you know, I, I think that's stuff silly. And, of mm. course, you know, a lot of soda companies, you know, they're, they're so scared. Just like McDonald's hiring Robert Gibbs, they'll pull them out anyway. Even, you know, right. they, they don't care about the few extra sodas they sell. I mean, it's mm. not... They're not making that much more money off of getting these sodas in in in, uh, in schools. I mean, it's not like a high. It's not a big part of their business. No, right, you know. So I mean, I, I think to them, they'd rather just not deal with the hassle. But I'm glad someone at least is challenging the idea that people should have freedom of choice. That's you nice. Know? It's nice. Yeah. You know what? It's supposed to be true in this country. Um, it just never is. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, we're going to tell you something about the uh, wow. Something you really want to know because you may be in danger right now. The deadly dangers. Of water. Yeah. How is Michelle Obama trying to kill you? Coming up in a second. How is he? How is she? Coming up. That's what I want to know now. She's trying to kill you with too much water. But now, but I have all the whole story right now. No, no, not yet. But before we go to the just work. tell me. You don't have to tell the audience. Just no, tell me. I'm not going to tell anybody. I want to know. Keep it all to myself until after the commercials. And I would disagree with the money makers, though. Those school districts are those big school districts around the country. He's got this tweet in uh, from Mount Newman. He says, mm. <clears throat> I'm calling him Mount <clears throat> Newman. I know it's M.T. Newman. Mm -hmm. uh, but Mount Newman sounds good. <laughs> yes, it does. He says, the deadly dangers of water, which is what we're going to talk about here, is this going to be a new installment of leakages with Pat Gray. Mm -hmm. and Pat Gray. I would say this is our big dig. On the, I mean, we have invested seemingly hundreds of millions of dollars in this mm -hmm. show, Leakages, <laughs> and all we've had is two preview episodes but like the big dig, I mean, you don't want this to c collapse the first time cars go uh, through it, right? right? Right. Right. So it's got you've got to build the foundation. It's got to be solid, and you got to <laughs> you got to make sure it's ready to go. When is, is a, this show of yours going to air? Well, you're going to be patient. Jeez, have a little patience. This is the highway to nowhere. <laughs> okay, we have the, the open, but that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's the same open. You haven't improved it. At some point, you need you to be can't held. improve on perfection. I mean, what are you, you going to what are you going to do to that? Nothing. No, I'm a, I'm not once saying, you've attained perfection, you leave you it alone. The show? This is like, hey, uh, <laughs> the government is going to create a massive solar field in the middle of uh, Nevada, and then like <laughs> seventy years later, you're like, what happened to the massive solar field you've been mm -hmm. getting all these taxes for? And then at, at some point, they just admit, yeah, we're shutting it down. <laughs> I think, yeah, we just skimmed all the money and used it for gambling in Nevada. Yeah. That's all. Is that what's happening with leakages? No, no. Okay. No. Good. Nothing could be further from the truth. That's as much so we should, so we should continue funding Keep watching it. for it. Keep funding it. Keep watching for it. Okay? Yeah. In case you don't know, if you're a subscriber, 100% of your uh, subscription goes to the show Leakages. Uh, and then Glenn just pays for everything else. <laughs> Which is weird. It's not a good business model at no, all. No, it's really not for him. Uh, meantime... 
Uh, this is advice we hear over and over again. Stu's complained about this a lot. Drink more water. Michelle Obama's thing. Drink more water. Drink more water. It'll cure every ill from, uh, you know, being overweight to the common cold. I mean, they've, they've alleged virtually every kind of uh, cure for this. But, now according to CBS News, in some cases drinking too much water can be deadly. As CBS 2's uh, Maurice Dubois reported, marathon runner Frederick uh, Lacau had experienced cramps during races in the past, wanted to do everything he could to avoid that again. He said, I was literally taking a sip every five minutes. I guess a sip of water, but when, when it came to staying hydrated, he overdid it and suffered severe consequences. I was literally on the ground screaming in pain. He drank almost 13 cups of water after a little more than a, a half a marathon. And he says my whole body shut down. He, what he suffered from is called uh, hyponatremia, hyponatremia. And uh, it's a dangerously low level of sodium or electrolytes in the blood. Because I guess the water, what, flushes everything out? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. In the end, he was lucky because uh, it could have been much worse. According to Dr. Scott Weiss, he said when it's out of whack and there's too much water in the sodium drops... There can be issues with the heart. There could be issues with the muscles. There could be issues with the central nervous system. This is stuff you don't hear. You yeah. know, nobody talks about the dangers of water. We're 75% water, right? So you would think you could drink as much as you want and not get hurt. Well, this is drinking bottled water, though, pure water, right? So we should just be drinking water out of the rivers. So we get all the electrolytes and it's all good, the iron. Good experiment. And We're going to send you down to a local river and have you drink out of it and see what happens. Mm hmm Okay. All right, there's one right around the corner. They had these little, like, um... Oh, my gosh, we got the bios are all full. Oh, right yeah, the bios are way full. They the are. Bios that are... park's never going to be open again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's interesting because, look, obviously, it, it's kind of sensible, and we've talked about this before, when you yeah. overdo it with something... Uh, probably there's going to be negative circumstances. In mm -hmm. most cases, there's a, a level of moderation that you can pretty much handle anything, yeah. uh, or at least most things. I don't know if anthrax falls into that uh, into that uh, you know category, but there's there's a, most things you can pretty much you know, polonium two twelve probably not one of those things, <laughs> but for the large extent, I mean you, you can pretty much tolerate a little bit of anything. I mean we all you know uh, with the exception of uh, Mr. Perfect over here, we all drink some alcohol here and there, and it's like well uh, you know. People live, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, this is essentially you're poisoning mm -hmm. yourself a little bit as you drink mm -hmm. and people wind up living. And you, if you if you do it in a, in a, in a way of moderation, you probably it probably will kill you. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good idea, but <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things that even that, which is a obvious there's no benefit for the most part of that is you're still can usually handle it. And it's like, well, with water. Yeah. You, if you overindulge in it for a really long period of time um, or if you just drink so much you get into a state like this you could have serious consequences which is why we were critical of michelle obama yeah. she was saying regardless of what amount you're drinking now drink increase more. it by a lot yeah um and you don't need to you don't need to drink eight glasses of water a day most scientists will uh, that have studied this have come to the conclusion that you actually don't have to drink any you, you don't actually have to drink any water because the water you get out of your food and other beverages is more than sufficient then if, if you like water, obviously you could drink it. But the water, I mean, seriously, I go most days without drinking water. 
uh, most days. I do not drink a glass of water. Now, mm. of course, water is in soda, and I drink a hell of a lot of soda. Water is in food, and I eat a hell of a lot of food. Mm -hmm. But it's as far as actually, that doesn't mean you're hydrated properly. It does mean you're hydrated properly. Now, I think it helps people, like the eight glasses a day thing um, means... Even in this story, the doctor says that's a, gu a guideline to go by. Yeah, it's, which is silly. It's not. It's, there's actually no they, scientific they basis for no it at all. For that. They no don't benefit. even know where it came from. We had a study a couple months ago said no benefit to that. Yeah, there's no benefit to it. Now, there is... A, when I, you're I thirsty, think, drink. Right, yeah. exactly. When you're thirsty, drink. Right. But in addition to that, I think there is a benefit. Your body tells you when um, you need water. Yeah, I think there's a benefit for people. Um, and you've talked about this, Jeffy, with, yeah. with some of the stuff you've done. Is I think it helps you feel more full. It does. And it reduces the idea that you want to eat more. It makes more. you go to the bathroom. It makes you go to the bathroom. More. And that yeah. can be good for you because you can get rid of that stuff. But, like, and but so, I, largely, though, there's no actual benefit in right. pounding water because you don't yeah. like it. If you like it, if it helps you make makes you full and you maybe eat a little bit less and, and that's what you're trying to do, there's, there can be reasons to do it. Obviously, if you're running marathons and stuff, you want to drink water. Uh, but you don't, you don't even have to drink it then. Uh, you can drink other things. Yeah, and uh, we've talked about this a couple of times. There was that contest that a radio station yeah, did a few yeah. years ago in yeah. 2011 or 12 or something. I think we were still in New York. When yeah, that a friend happened. of ours worked at the station. Yeah. yeah, and they did this, you know, dumb stunt that you, you know, you you have people drink a lot of water, and and then the first person that pukes loses or whatever, and then there's a prize for the for the winner, and this girl drank so much water. It killed her. She actually died, yeah. She actually drowned in the water she drank. She drank gallons and gallons of water and died. It was obviously... And so it can be fatal. It can be fatal, and especially when... rare, you know, obviously. And Michelle Obama, and again, like, I, this isn't a political thing. The thing that's political about it for me, and it's frustrating about it for me, is they say they're so dedicated to science. When there's no science that backs this up, mm -hmm. there's no reason... She says the best thing you can do for your health is drink more water. No. First of all, you don't know how, many, how much water no. the person's drinking now. Second of all, there's <laughs> right. no scientific benefit to drinking more water unless you have no water unless you're in a desert and you're dying of thirst then there's a benefit but most people mm -hmm. in america get enough water in their regular diets without having to go and drink you know several glasses a day and the eight glasses a day thing doesn't even come from a scientific guideline and so when you sit here and you say okay well we are so dedicated to science and then you can come out and make claims like this that have no be basis in fact and in addition to that are actually putting people in danger she's encouraging the example she was using was children if a yeah. child is seven years old and tries to drink eight glasses of water a day it's possible that could cause a serious issue for them, uh, especially if they go a little bit beyond what she, you know what that typical recommendation is. So you know it's not about just like oh now they're even attacking Michelle Obama over water, which is the way the left always reacts to it. No, if you're going to say you're scientific and you've got all this uh, you know basis in science for all these policies, then how about coming up just list me the justification. You don't even have that. Mm -hmm. It's just this random thing of like, here I am. I, I am married to someone in power. Therefore, let me tell you what to put in your body. It's insane. It really is insane. It is. Stupid. So don't do it. Okay? Triple H. You can do it, Jeffy. I mean, Jeffy can do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It would be good for Jeffy. Did the girl sure. win the contest? The radio she station, was she win, the winner? She did, she win. did win the contest. So, did. I, mean, was, I mean, it was sad. It was sad because it's like, you know, here's someone who's trying to have a fun day. Right. Yeah. wins a it prize. She really winds up tragic. dying. Here's a morning radio. show. Mom of yeah. young kids. Yeah. It was really sad. And a morning show who is not trying to hurt anybody. They're no. doing a silly contest. Doing a bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it was wah, not wah. meant to hurt. And again, could they not afterwards... If, if, if this happened today, say, wait a minute, 
the, the first lady of the United States was telling us to drink more water. Yeah, we had them drink more than the normal person was, but there was no limit put on it by, the, by Michelle Obama. She right. told us the healthiest thing we can do is drink more water. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a, a defense? Yes. Be like I am having someone who is put out by the government as an expert on this topic telling me to drink more. Yes. It's the healthiest thing <laughs> you can do. Not exercise, not mm-hmm. take your medicine, not eat. No. <laughs> Drink more water without any regard as to how much you're drinking now. I mean, that is a it's a it's a completely irresponsible uh, thing to say. And obviously, like, it's not going to cause, you know, tons of people dropping dead. But it is a a frustrating thing when it it comes from somebody who says uh, they are the gods of all science. I know. I don't know. Look at the science on it for once. How about that? Before you come out and make a big program and spend our tax dollars on trying to encourage people to drink more water, look at a piece of paper regarding it. How about that? You're asking a lot there, my friend. Well, this is, I mean, this is a perfect example of why it's taken so long to create a final product from leakages. They just Thank keep going you. back, looking at science, looking exactly at science, right. trying to help it out. Exactly right. We don't want to make a single mistake. <laughs> Are you on the payroll of leakages? <laughs> is that what Wow. More patents do coming up in a sec here. Bobby Jindal, June 24th announcement, by the way. We don't know. We don't know what's going on here. Is this new BMW anything uh, special? Um, Carbon construction, gesture control, plug-in tech, and more. What is gesture control? I think it's like the minority report thing where you're like... That's kind of cool. It does those noises only. All right. Uh, Just... (laughs) It apparently... uh, The 740i has... Uh, more space than ever. Loads of technology. Powerful but frugal engines. Price starts at eighty-two-two and uh, goes up to about ninety-eight-three. Nice. Um, Do you have a picture of it, by any chance? Uh, not. Do we have? A, okay. Do we have one? No, or we can, they're no? working on it. Okay. Um, let's see. It has infotainment features. Everybody's got that now. Controlled by a next-generation iDrive system, though, complete with gesture controls. That's cool. And a touchscreen for easier input. Uh, it relies on a ceiling-mounted 3D okay. sensor to detect hand, hand gestures. That's pretty nice. And then it decodes the different movements, such as tapping, finger rotations, or a swiping movement, and performs the desired input. Hmm. Pretty cool. Oh, uh, that's a good-looking car. Yeah. I nice. mean, it looks like the 740i does now, but it still yeah. it's, um, it's so nice. Someone here it's in this nice. parking lot had a Jaguar yesterday as I was Yeah, living. I saw that. Yeah. It was longer than most 18-wheelers. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> it was the big... It looked like one of those old school, like, I mean, it was a nice looking car, but it was so big. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a, a car. <laughs> it's yep. like you go back to those old school, like, 50s days, those, like, boats people used to drive. Uh, there were some big, uh, in the mid-60s and early 70s, sure. big Thunderbirds and Lincoln Continentals. Those mm-hmm. bad boys were long. Did like. your uh, grandpa tell you about that? Or? My grandpa used to have a Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the long mm-hmm. front hood mm-hmm. Thunderbird. Because you weren't around for the, to see Oh, that. I rode in it. 
mm-hmm. in the we had it forever. 60s? Yeah, he had it forever. He kept it clean. Well, well admission there, wow. forever. Well, yeah. admission usually doesn't uh, admit he was that old. No. That's interesting. Of course, okay. I, my grandpa took me for a ride. <laughs> in the 60s. Which uh, no, means he took you... me for a ride in the mm-hmm. 80s with the automobile. Oh, oh, oh okay. my gosh. That makes sense. I Sorry see. for the misunderstanding. Yesterday must have been rich person visit day to the studio because there was an Aston Martin in the, in the parking really? lot, too. Was, I never see those. I mean, if there's one really cool. you know, super nice car you don't see a lot, it's Aston Martin. We do that once a month here, by the way. Uh, it's called Rich Person Visit Rich Day. Rich Person back, Visit Day. Uh, yeah. Pointed out. And yeah. uh, Jeffy not allowed in the <laughs> studio on that day. <laughs> Uh, other innovations include a wireless charging system for mobile devices. That's awesome. That's nice, yeah. I'd like to have that. I'd like to have that. And an available tablet-based control system for rear seat passengers. Executive seat package, also in the rear, that includes a, a reclining and massage functions. Wow, nice. How do you not get massage while you're driving? I know, you, right? You, you can't drive without a massage. You can't. Thank you. Another nifty feature is remote control parking system. This enables uh, an owner of the new car to maneuver in or out of the parking lot garages without anybody at the wheel. <laughs> that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's great. So you can call it to come pick you up at the door. Yeah, we talked about that. With I think Tesla yeah. has that. Yeah, Tesla they're has working that. on that. Yeah. Just, I don't know if it's ready, but uh, that's wow. pretty nice. I, uh, I'll take it. I mean, I'll, I'll, and I will pay up to $3,000 for it. Up to three thousand dollars. The prices for that of the cars we've that been seeing—that ninety hundred thousand dollars for that isn't bad. Ninety-eight thousand is not bad for all I those mean, innovations. It's I know. Good. If, I mean, if they're good, it's still a pretty hefty car. But I mean, for the seven series BMW, it's I think fairly standard for that cost. I've never mm-hmm. never really looked at one, but uh, I think they're they're all pretty freaking expensive. I mean, they are. It's not. This is not the three series that you can get in for you know a reasonable price. I mean, no. seven series is a yeah. It's a well, It's the top of the line, right? Yeah. It's their flagship car. Mm-hmm. Or, or is there an eight now? Is there a there's an eight series? Eight, I think there is. I know there was a six, which there's is like a six, a sporty. and I think they also mm-hmm. introduced an eight. But um, I think the seven forty i is still there. Now Jeffy has a six. Uh, it's he lives at Motel Six. Is actually what I'm referring to. But uh, it's similar. <laughs> Three days ago, a Jaguar drove by. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, I know. Congratulations, Congratulations on <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, are you excited about the Jindal thing at all? I kind of yeah. mentioned it as we were going to break. Uh, June twenty fourth, he's supposedly going to announce whether he's running or not. Uh, it's only a couple weeks away. Mm, yeah, I mean that's it's another option, right? Another option. I think another top tier option. I would say in the top yeah. half. Would you yeah. say? I would say so. Yeah, I mean he's you know he's, he's I think he's a good candidate. He's got a lot to offer. Um, I know you guys are hung up on his one speech he gave that was not uh, the, no, not Pat's, anymore. Pat's. Oh yeah, you're I let it go. You're, yeah, you're finally by. I finally let it go. Nice. Je- just Jeffy's still there, mm-hmm. and you're also hung up on Marco Rubio's water drinking. Oh, the whole water thing. Oh my gosh, that was mm-hmm. a huge mistake on his part. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. What do you do in that spot? If you're Marco Rubio, you, you, yeah. If you've ever spoke, if you've ever you given speeches publicly, you've had that moment where your mouth is a little dry and you know what to do. And normally, you just take a sip of water, but he did, standing in a place where he didn't have any water, Yeah, it couldn't do it. You just do it at a better spot than he did. And he kind of leaned over and was like weird. And yeah, yeah, There's just, no, just, way, there's just no way to do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> awkward. I mean, Glenn will have water bottles up on stage with him when he does his speeches, but he finds a good place where it doesn't break up the flow. And, you know, he's said something, crowd's laughing, take a drink. Um, 
Although it's a little hard when you do, harder when you don't have a live audience. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't think you're I, being filmed live, and it's, uh, it's I don't know. Correct don't me know if I'm wrong. Do I don't think that there's a moment he could have made that work. Probably not. You would have had to like break character, and be like, can you give me can throw me yes. like a bottle of water? I think that's what he should have done. Uh, but I mean that. Is, is to, if he would have said, "Man, I gotta have a drink of water, and it's over there. Can you hand me the water? Something like that." And like and actually said something out. about yeah. it. Um, I, I think that would have helped, but I don't think it would have. It would have been strange. I think honestly, what you need to do is just power through it and get it through somehow. That's hard. That's hard. If your mouth is completely dry, and yeah. you're making those dry noises with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's look. It's one thing if the only word in your speech is spoons, but if if you ha if you're trying to get into something serious, it's more difficult. Mm-hmm. Right, Jeffy? Still difficult. Jeff? Still. I mean, all those S's, mm -hmm. you know, with the dry mouth. That's spoons, 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 spoons. That's hard, but. Back 888-727-BECK, it is Pat and Stu. Uh, you know, a brave Bob Costas said something not entirely reverential about Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner. Didn't say anything mean about her, but it wasn't glowing, and it wasn't reverential, oh, and no. it wasn't praising her. It wasn't effusively praising. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't believe Bastard. It. He needs to go to prison, and I don't know why he has not yet been arrested. Uh, but I hope troops are on their way to pick him up. Right my, my preference would be not prison because it, it seems that, you know, that he could get out. It's too good get out. Uh, Gitmo. Right. Let's go get, straight to Gitmo. Thank you. Um, for all time. Okay. And no, no, no possibility even for a military trial. He actually said nothing against Caitlin. Are you going to repeat it? I'm going to. I'm going to because it needs You're to be understood how egregious his okay. sin was. All right. Nothing against Caitlin. But maybe there was somebody else more actively involved in sports who would have been more worthy. How can you both, can you even begin to get your head around how evil that is? I mean, of this guy. So typical. Oh. Uh, active, like active involvement in man, sports oh is, a, is a qualification for, for getting winning a sports, sports awards. awards. <laughs> what is this guy? Right. I mean, you know, I, I, you know who got the MVP of the NFL this year? Jim Brown. That's who. No, but Y.A. Okay. Tittle. It was Y.A. Tittle. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that, I wish it, it had been. That would yeah, have been. Fun. I would. I do too. You guys didn't think you were getting a Y.A. Tittle reference on this program today, did you? No, <laughs> but you got one. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think we were. <laughs> Not so even fat. That's good. And this is that's a guy really who uh, who knew all about the yeah. segment that I was starting today, the Y.A. Tittle reference parade. <laughs> right, and I still didn't think we'd get one. <laughs> I still didn't think I'd get one. Because I thought, okay, he'll talk about something else during the Y.A. Tittle reference parade. Uh, but he didn't. <laughs> Can we get some graphics made up for that, the Y.A. Tittle reference parade? <laughs> I think that'll work out well. <laughs> all right. Uh, last night on the uh, TV show, Glenn reminded Americans that uh, true opposition uh, oppression and evil exists in the world, and uh, we thought you should see this. 
We're approaching one year since ISIS paraded through the streets of Mosul. Ramadan is next week. There's new intelligent reports suggesting that things are going to get even uglier for the Christians now in the Middle East. The reports allege that ISIS is close to making or has already made dirty bombs. What is a dirty bomb? That's when you take uh, irradiated waste and you put it in there. And so it's not a mushroom cloud, but everything in the area is full of radiation. And they plan to unleash that new series of attacks to coincide with the beginning or the end of Ramadan. Perfect. That's, I know. That's how I like to end my Christmas and Hanukkah holidays with a nice radiation bomb. Last month, ISIS claimed they were within a year of acquiring a nuclear bomb from Pakistan. And our president's promise to degrade and destroy ISIS has clearly failed. The White House has just announced that he's sending 450 more trainers on the ground. Their job is to assist the Iraqis and try to retake Mosul and Ramadi. For 12 years now, we've been trying to stamp out terrorists, and it's not working. For 12 years, we keep replenishing the ranks, and they keep outdoing it, like ants. It just seems to be more and more of them. The bottom line, expect things to get much worse before they get any better. We need to stand with those who are truly suffering in the world, because I don't think our Pentagon, I don't think our administration... I don't think the last administration, I don't know if the next administration is going to have an answer for this because there is one answer. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that is it. We are sliding down the path of chaos ourselves in our own country. Wait until you see a special that we're doing next week. Uh, it's on Monday. You don't want to miss it. It is a special that we did um, uh, or, or going to be doing on um, Red Storm Rising. We've already done the route. Now there's an update. But when you see what is happening all around the world and, what, and how thugs are being used to destabilize the whole world, we better hold on tight. Let's talk about the war on women. Well, I would, but there's not one really here. Let's talk about the war on Christians. Listen to this one. The war on Christians. I would, but it's not really here. 80% of Christians now have fled Iraq because of ISIS. 80%. That's a war on Christians. They need our help. One pastor remaining in the country says he is still seeing new converts every week. His name is Reverend Sami Dyer. He told Christian Today that he has 400 people worshiping in his church every Sunday, and most of those were previously another religion. He said 73 people have recently converted to Christianity and are soon to be baptized into the faith. Now, you want to talk about real bravery, it ain't Caitlyn Jenner. It is trying to convert from Islam to any other faith in Iraq or Syria, and it's happening right now. Our faith is dwindling because we don't understand why we're suffering. How can there be a God and he can let this suffering happen here in America? Really? They're beheading people over there and the church is growing. These people are essentially signing their own death warrants. They don't care. They put their faith in God above all else. How are we doing on that? God help me, I don't want to be put into that situation. I wonder what kind of courage I have actually inside of me. But that kind of courage is inspiring, and I hope to God I catch some of it.
What's happening in the Middle East should move us into action, but there's no one that's really telling us what's going on. That is our job. But I can only do so much. It is now your job to spread these shows, to spread the network, to spread the news stories that we have on The Blaze, and tell people, and then get into your house of worship and demand that your priest, your pastor, your rabbi speak of these things. We have to have all hands on deck and stand. Here on the home front, we're preoccupied. We're playing political games, inventing oppressions, creating villains. In New York, Mayor de Blasio now is working to recruit Muslims into the police force. He says we don't have enough Muslims on the police force. Oh, my gosh. If you oppose this... Now, why would you oppose it? Because you're against Muslims? No, I don't want quotas. Let's go get the qualified person. But if you say that, you're a racist bigot and you hate Muslims. Whose fault is this? Ours. We bought into the political game. They've trained us to view things through the political lens. They have done this. We No, no, no. We have done this to ourselves. It is time to say, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not playing that anymore because none of this makes any sense. Anybody who hits the public eyes run through a filter, narrowly defined, placed in a neat, tidy little box, then judged accordingly. Are you a conservative? Are you religious? Anti-government? Are you an extremist? War on women? Racist? Bigot? We celebrate Martin Luther King because his words now fall on a generation of deaf ears. He pined for the day when people would be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. He hoped people would judge, be judged on their merit, their works, by your fruits. Ye shall know them. Not based on what tiny little box. God nowhere in the scriptures has ever said, are they conservative? Are they liberal? In fact, he likes the guys that the the people in power have put in the wrong boxes. Have you noticed that one? We have reached the Mount Everest of heights of insanity. There's no place. The only place let's go is all of a sudden we just start floating off into space and then we pop. Things we do now should make the staunchest Darwinian atheist question the theory of evolution because we're getting dumber. If we're really evolving as a society and getting smarter and smarter, man, were we dumb about four years ago. Have we really progressed that far beyond bipedalism? Doesn't really seem like it. Not at all. We're now pushing to hire Muslim officers because they're Muslim. At a time when tensions between police officers are at all-time lows because we don't know who the good guys and the bad guys are. Shouldn't we be worried about bringing in the highest possible candidate, the one with the most integrity instead of filling quotas? You know what? You're black. You're purple. You're polka dot. You're Christian. You're Muslim. Well, you talk funny. Come on in. How about we see their character? Seems like the very principles being practiced today defy, defy all Darwinian theories. The survival of the th- fittest? Nope. Mm-mm. We'll take the worst person for the job. We just want to make sure we have 10 Christians, 7 Muslims, 4 Jews, a black person, a white person, a yellow person, and a partridge in a pear tree, and we're set. Sorry, I forgot the Wiccan. We've got to have a Wiccan. How stupid is this? The dudes... 
that we have made into oil that are in our gas tank. You open up your gas tank and you should hear all of the dinosaurs laughing at us. Ground zero, real religious persecution, not here. Ground zero for the war of women, not here. I mean, sure, we do have the contraception. It's not all for, abortions aren't free yet. I know, I know, I know. The bogus 77 cents on a dollar thing. Yeah. That, yeah. You want to know where real persecution is happening? Over in the Middle East. So where are the cute little feminists standing up for all those who are forced to marry, cover their faces, cover, uh, forced to sew their private parts closed, the subjects of stoning for not obeying their Islamic law, which allows them to not walk outside without a man. You know, all those great things. Where are the feminists standing for the women suffering under the accepted systematic rape and brutalization of Muslim women? I hate Muslims. No, a lot of Muslims. Muslims apparently hate Muslim women. Where are we? Where are the Christians who are outraged when someone disses their favorite chicken sandwich restaurant? Oh, they line up. Christians boldly profess their faith, get faith getting beheaded. <laughs> but I gotta be there for Chick-fil-A. All lives matter. All of them. Black lives, white lives, blue lives, female lives, American lives, Middle Eastern lives, Muslim lives, Christian lives, atheist lives, homosexual lives, all lives matter. Tell me the Darwinian theory is right when a guy on TV has to say that. Ground zero for injustice is not America. So let's see if we can raise awareness for the truly least of these, our brothers, and fulfill our promise, never again is now. You, you can go to mercuryone.org and uh, sign up for what Glenn's been doing, and, and it, you know, I think he outlines a lot of it there. Although I was a little bit despondent about his hateful comments about Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Thank you. How dare he say that someone was more brave? than Caitlin. How dare he? All right, sponsor this half hour is Man Crates. Uh, Man Crates is the uh, perfect place to go to get your Father's Day gift, even if your dad is Caitlin. Uh, you can uh, get uh, these really cool crates, and they come uh, with the crowbar, which is uh, not in this particular one. This is the outdoor survival kit. It's cool. These cool tools. I mean, these are really nice high-end items. If you just get your dad one of these things, he's going to be happy. But you go to Man Crates, you get all of this stuff together. You have the, uh, uh, this thing's really cool. I don't know. Some, some, you get it. I mean, Jeffy would know because it's about eating, but it's eating like when you're camping and stuff. Plus, always, there's always food in these things too, which I love. I Beef jerky love in this much. one. The really cool uh, survival kit. Uh, and, and guide in there. You've got the. Uh, this is like one of those um, the, the folding stoves you have here. Nice. If your dad's an outdoorsman, he's gonna love this. If he's like Jeffy, I mean, you know, he's gonna love the food. But either way, you're good. Ooh, fruit and there's brownie. <laughs> uh, that's what Man Crates does. They take the things that your dad loves and they put them in a crate like this, which is really fun to you know open. And they, they even do the, they have this thing. They're like, talking to the guys. They're like, yeah, we wanted to get a gift wrapping option because you know this is a crate. And I'm like, yeah, that's like, it's cool. What's the option? He's like, we just wrap the whole thing in duct tape. 
<laughs> it's serious. Like, you know, we had one of them around here at some point. I'll show it to you. But it's, it's just this wrapped completely in duct tape, making it extra hard for them to get into. Boy, it's, no it's a great gift for, uh, for Father's Day. Mancrates.com slash stew is the place to go. Look at it, you know, the whole list. There's dozens of them. Check out. Pick up the one that, that goes with your dad, and you're done for Father's Day. Mancrates.com slash stew. Mancrates.com slash stew. Back. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, you know, this seems like a really weird summer for uh, big blockbuster movies. There, it doesn't seem like there's very many of them coming out. Get the Jurassic Park thing. Yeah, Jurassic World. You have uh, Jurassic World. Um, Jeffy? Jurassic World. You got a list of uh, big summer movies you can pull I up? I do. Jurassic World. Mm hmm. Okay. Right. See, that's what Jurassic I'm saying. Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. Can you look one up? I'm not asking you to repeat the movie we've said. <laughs> let's not look good. up, I uh, happen to have my phone sort of handy here. Mm -hmm. uh, let's take a quick peek, if we could, at uh, the movies that are out right now. And you tell me, I mean, it's, it's summer, right? We're in the summer season. Yeah, you'd think this is, uh, yeah, because usually it's May when, that start, when the Memorial right. Day sort of area is when the big ones start coming out. Exactly. And yet, uh for my money, there's scant little that's out that's well, we any had, good. We had the Age of Ultron not long ago. Okay, right? Ultron, yeah. yeah. That was Big the deal. Avengers sequel. But that was a huge, I mean, that's a huge release. You can't. Mad Max? Just it was. Oh, okay. Mad, right? Max. Mad Max was a little weird, though. Yeah. That was, and that was, was that not the big Memorial Day release? May 15th. Was it? No. I think it was. It uh, came out May 15th. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Tomorrowland. Yeah, but that was kind of sloppish. Just absolutely blue. Uh, San Andreas. San is the Andreas. One say. Right. That, that one I did see. And Poltergeist was supposed to be big. Never, Pretty good. That faltered. Poltergeist, not good. Yeah, uh, but no, I, from what I've heard. Remake is not going to make a lot of money. No. I mean, I, you know, San Andreas is a big disaster film with The Rock in it. You see that it being Age of Ultron. You have to include that. I mean, that's, that's the sequel to one of the biggest movies of all time. Right. I mean, so that one has to be included. Uh, you know, uh, Mad Max. I don't know if I would put that in that same. That doesn't seem big category. Yeah, it was like it but, was a little. I don't know why I feel like it's a little art housey. I think the reason why is because the reviews were so good. Maybe like you feel like if it was they a big, were good for a movie like that. Yeah, it was like yeah. in the mid nineties percent wise uh -huh. on, on Rotten Tomatoes. What uh, else you got? Insidious. Well, Insidious uh, Chapter is, Three. Yeah, that does those movies do very well. Spy. Yeah, they sure do. With uh, yeah. Melissa McCarthy. You got Entourage. I don't know what that is. Pitch Perfect 2. Well, Entourage is, was a big series Come several on, years man. ago, but the movie's done nothing. Is that the same thing? Yes, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's from the, it's from the, the series, TV show? Yeah. It's, that, it's just an the extension series. of that Holy series. Holy cow. Aloha. I know that's got Rachel McAdams in it, though. I might, I might have to see that. And, I mean, that's that's about it. Um, oh, Terminator? Terminator. When, okay, so yeah, that's a good one. That's coming out. What do you got, what do you got coming out? It's a July Terminator. Um... Ant-Man. We saw the... Yeah. We saw, that's stupid. I know, but... Ant-Man. That, that's going to be huge. Did anybody... Seriously, did you know there was an Ant-Man? I never heard of I did not know there was never an Ant-Man. However... I uh, thought it was a joke when the trailer came out. I kept waiting for the punchline. Yeah, because it was <laughs> And then Paul, there wasn't it's, one. Uh, what's his face? Paul Rudd, too, right? So yeah. it kind of seems yeah. like it's not a real movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the other part about that is... I uh, thought it was going to be a cell phone ad. You know, right, turn like, your cell phone off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. I will say I had thing. the exact same thought when I saw the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Really? Uh, and I was like, this can't, what is this? A talking raccoon? This cannot be a movie they're actually putting any money into. Yeah. And then it was like the biggest movie of the year. And then it was good, too. And it was good. I actually liked it. Uh, Pixels? We talking, well, yeah, that does not look I good. Know. The Adam Pixels Sandler thing. Looks really and I just, saw the, I just saw the new trailer for Mission Impossible 5. Okay, that's That a big looks one. good. That's a big one. I, I'm looking that forward to that. That looks really good. That one I, I'm beginning to hate Tom Cruise. Oh, really? he looks really good. Because I was, I was watching uh, Valkyrie for the 465th time. He looks really good. Um, I love Tom Cruise. I watched, I've seen Valkyrie, I think, more than anybody's <laughs> seen any movie. It's on HBO all the time. And I when know. I'm flipping through the channels, I can't go buy it. He's trying to kill Hitler. Right. He's doing all of this for us. What are we doing for him? Why do you hate the world? If you don't watch if it. If you don't watch it. If you don't watch it, you obviously hate the world. Just and you want Hitler it. to win. And every time, every time <laughs> I watch it, I'm, I'm, I'm on either, you know, I'm either Googling or Wikipedia, Wikipedia and just like, just pulling up different random characters that they show for two seconds and like trying did. to figure out what yeah. they did, what was their history. What, it's, yeah. I don't know why. It's just those mm -hmm. damn Nazi movies. I know. Oh, God. Something about them. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, it's still a classic. Um, uh, have you heard about Bridge of Spies yet? I haven't. Okay, Bridge of Spies is about an American lawyer uh, recruited by the CIA during the Cold War. Let's watch the trailer. You've been selected for a mission which you are not to discuss with anyone outside of this room. We are engaged in a war with the Soviet Union. This war does not for the moment involve men at arms. It involves information. Important has come up. We've got a Soviet spy. But there's a wrinkle. They got our spy pilot. Or the head full of classified information. The Russians want their man back before he cracks. We want you to negotiate the swap. I'm an insurance lawyer. I'm not sure I want to pick that up. Are you good at what you do? This will be a first for the both of us. You should be careful. I'm talking to you about the security of your country. Why aren't we hanging him? He's a spy! You're asking me to violate the Constitution. Do you know how people will look at us? The family of a man trying to free a traitor? Everyone deserves a defense. Every person matters. Where do they want this negotiation? East Berlin. Just tell me that you're not going to be in any danger. I don't even care if it's the truth. Give me something to hold on to. We need to have the conversation our governments can't. People in my country consider this an act of war. You can call it what you want. Let's be clear. Nobody is safe. We're in a battle for civilization. The Constitution its what makes us Americans. Shouldn't we show our enemy who we are? Things have started to fall apart. Is this your position or your government's? Is there any outcome here where I'm not either detained or shot? Do we need to worry about you? No. What's the move when you don't know what the game is? The next mistake our countries make could be the last one. Really good. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be big. At no, it's not a three hundred million dollar movie, but it's uh, it looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. You know, a lot of good stars in that. Tom Hanks, Alan Alda, looked like a brief shot of him. Yeah, he was maybe a, he president. Plays a, he plays a character, a recurring character in uh, Blacklist. 
the TV show as well. So oh, does he's, he? Yeah, he's fighting back for his uh, career. Oh, good. At what, 80? How, <laughs> how old is Alan Alda now? He's got to be I up there. Know, that's, that's a good question. Uh, meanwhile, famous horror actor Christopher Lee, who I don't know who he is, but I guess. You will when you see him. Really? Yeah. Let's see a picture of Christopher Lee. Died at 93. Oh. He played uh, Count, Count Dooku in Star Wars. Did he? Yeah, look at him. You know, everybody Did he knows this guy. Oh, I, yeah, of course I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lee was 93? Ellen Alda's 79. Holy cow. Well, so, okay, when he played Count Dooku in Star Wars, that was what, 2008? Mm-hmm. So, seven 80. years ago, he was 86. 86 years old when he did that? That guy was in great shape. Did he age well or what? I mean, that is, I would have never guessed Christopher Lee was 93 years old. Mm. Would you? No, I would Come not Come on, 86 no. when he did that? That is unbelievable. Good for him. What did he die of? Any idea? He did at least, I, uh, I, I guess. I mean. He did at least nine <laughs> Dracula films, too. Hmm. Uh, also did uh, The Wicker Man, some other stuff, you know. So, as you can perhaps imagine. <laughs> it probably was other, other things, stuff, yeah. Yeah, he, it, yeah, heart problems, respiratory, I mean. Now, he's not your favorite actor or anything, right, Jeff? Because <laughs> no. we're about to talk about your favorite person on the Because I, I also want to make sure we don't have it. There's no personal, weird connection you have. Why would I have a personal? Well, we're about If I have a connection with someone, why is that weird? Well, because Because don't... they don't know anything about it. Yeah. That's, how, that's why yeah. it's weird. And it, and, yeah, whatever. And your thing, your, your obsession... Uh, your spooky, creepy, weird deal with Lester Holt. <laughs> um, Lester's the man. You know that. <laughs> no, Why? I, I don't He's know the man. That. I don't know He's that. He's an adequate anchor. That's what he is. I just know that Brian stabbed him in the back to get the job in the first place. So <laughs> right. it's good to see that what goes around comes around. Brian stabbed him in the back. He is uh, primed now to permanently take over for Brian Williams on the NBC Nightly good. News. He, and apparently he wants the same $10 million a year yeah, salary. Well, he should. No, he should not. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Wait, Are you kidding me? His hey. ratings aren't even close to Brian Williams. No. After fighting back after the liar? Of course mm -hmm. they're not. He's got to build some credibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird. It's got to be the most inexplicable stance on all of television. Nobody, even Lester Holt's like, eh, I'm all right, you know, <laughs> whatever. And you are not there. No, I am not there. You're I mean, fan. has anybody seen what he's, if you haven't seen it, don't look. Uh, do you guess what Lester Holt is making now? One and a half. Jeffy? I, I sure as heck hope he's making at least four or five million a year. He's making four million a year. Yeah. I mean, that's too much. Lester Holt? Come on, nobody knows who the hell Lester Holt is. He's making four he's million a year now. He's done for NBC News. If you're giving him a, a lot. if you're giving him the a main anchor chair, so you give weird. him five, right? You well, give him a raise of a million. Currently doing, he's doing the it. main anchor. That's he's getting correct. his butt kicked. Right, but like I could, I guess if no, the ratings are coming back finally. Oh, they're not coming back. Yes, they are. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes, they are. I know all you trends, want them to. All trends point to NBC coming <laughs> no. back right now. Yes. No, they don't. People are coming what back. What evidence do you have of that? People Show are me. coming back. Show me. I, Pull I, up. I got it. In Pull my, up the graph. I got it in my. Go get it. We'll you got it in my. Yeah, what does that mean? Own. In your what? <laughs> <laughs> You're just gesturing towards an area. That, 
Oh, man. Something really weird. Anyway, they say Holt won't walk away from these uh, negotiations, and he's going to stick to his guns, apparently, to get the $10 million that Brian oh, was why, making. Why not, right? I he mean, said, they said he, he's got NBC by the balls. There's no plan B why? for them. Why? I don't know. Is there that much I don't Lester know. Holt demand? Yes. No. <laughs> you really yes. believe that, don't you? This yes. is Lester's chance to get paid. I, there's no way NBC gives him $10 million a year. Is there? Come on. There's, he's Lester Holt. No, but he probably isn't thinking he's going to get 10. You, you, you ask for yeah, 10. Yeah, you ask for 10 and you hope for 5 oh, or 6. Eight. They better pay him at least 8 or he, or he walks. <laughs> Why do you care? They better pay him at least 8 or he walks. Where's he? He walks go, to he'll where? He'll go across the street. Sabaro? To, where does he oh go? Oh, my gosh. Stop. I think there is a Sabaro across the street from NBC News. Oh, okay. Yes, there is. So <laughs> he could go there. He could go there. Or Pat and Stu coming up. <laughs> Don't get it. What is your thing? Did, did save your life at some point? What? Back. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, apparently, there's a first church of cannabis now, and uh, they have weed instead of wine in their church, a poobah instead of a pastor who preaches uh, the power of pot to heal the world. I mean, is this serious? Are they real? Is I think it's a, a place that wants to uh, do pot legally. Yeah. And they've they've come yeah. up with a so they, way, this is what they did. This is you know protected religious speech or something. Yep. Uh, because the church has been deemed a charity, donors can deduct gifts made to the church on federal tax returns. And when the cannabis congregation finds a location, it'll be eligible for property tax exemption, even though neither medical nor recreational marijuana is legal in the state of Indiana, where this is uh, being uh, founded. So, I, I, give me a, let me give you a hypothetical here, Pat. Let's just say that this church uh, is not an actual religious belief, mm -hmm. and they are BSing because they want to smoke pot legally. Okay, mm -hmm. that would be my guess, honestly, <laughs> if I yeah. actually had to believe. But as a person who believes in the First Amendment and sees what's happening with it, would you not err on the side of leading these people alone? Like, yeah, I, yep. I, I, like I'm not saying that like y you let everybody do this. Obviously, there's a, there's a there's a there's a level where it becomes a huge problem <coughs> where everyone's saying, "Well, I want to have prostitutes as part of my religion," and everyone's got their new thing. But it, in most cases, I'm just like, you know what? Uh, okay, first church of cannabis, it is. Well, because I want to protect. Uh, I don't want the government getting the idea they can go in and shut down churches because they think their beliefs are wrong. And I look if yeah, I'm going to err, one is, it's pretty clear. Right? They're just doing this to smoke pot. I think you're probably right, but doing still. Doing it to smoke pot. Th there was a Supreme Court th case that happened uh, several years ago with, uh, I think it was an Indian tribe, and they had one drug, peyote. peyote. And mm -hmm. the Supreme Court said, no, they can they do did. it. They did. They can do it. And, and, and that actually was a legitimate um, part mm -hmm. of their belief system, I guess. Um, and this one doesn't, to me, appear to be legitimate. But again, who's, uh, what judgment? It needs to be made. Do I get to make that call? I mean, if you have, uh, if you have, um, I don't know, uh, emails of them saying, hey, you know what we should do is start a fake church in which blah, like, okay, there's a level where you can find something to take these places down. But in reality, like, 
I don't know. I'm I'm, a, I'm real hesitant to start going after places unless you're unless it's blatantly obvious and you're 100% sure. The precedent that you set too. I mean, you have set yourself up. If you say yes to this, these guys, you're gonna have to say yes to a bunch of yeah. idiots who do the same thing. And maybe the you know at some point there's probably a process because this happened with Scientology as well. They went through a long process of not being a church. Um, I mean, it was a really multi-decade process of we're not a church they would not give them any uh tax uh benefits and eventually mm -hmm. they did get it i was just watching that that hbo documentary on it and it took them a long time I mean, what's his face l ron hubbard was out on a boat at sea like hiding from everybody for years um because he had a lot of tax problems because he wasn't paying taxes because i mean some people say he just wanted to keep the money others will argue that hey he, he was a church and he believed he was being wronged whatever the case may be point is though like in most cases, uh, I'm going to side with, you know what, unless you're doing something where you're hurting people, where part of your practice is it, are we have sex with eight-year-olds, uh, I'm going to most likely stay out of your business. So you're with these guys? I, w I would say I'm, I'm mm. erring, on, unless I'm 100% sure, I'm erring on the side of leaving them alone. I'm 99.999% sure. They're ridiculous, and this is not real. They just want to smoke pot and get tax benefits. But, I mean, you know, like you, Pat, uh, were an ordained minister mm -hmm. at a very serious church. Right. The Church of... Something or other, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. in Modesto, California. California. I think it was Modesto, mm -hmm. California. Uh, Universal, was it the Church of Universal yes. Life or something? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and I you too. were not an attendee. I too. Um, no. Now, I guess they had some, they probably were a legitimate church that had uh -huh. legitimate. Um, yes, you could, as long as you were okay with, uh, you know, whatever state restrictions, you could do any, you're a preacher. And that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, they probably got the right. tax benefits. I don't necessarily mean For that they had For 25 bucks, when you became preacher. Right. Pastors. Now, what was that? It was probably... Now, again, I don't know this church at all. I, I seriously don't, so I don't, don't, I don't mean to cast aspersions if you're, a big, if you're a big fan. But, I mean, like, there are certainly examples of churches like this that will mm -hmm. start up, get the tax benefit, mm -hmm. collect uh, fees for whatever service, become a preacher, whatever, whatever you want, sure. become an ordained minister, and just, you know, it's a business. They pocket the money, and that's their thing. Mm -hmm. um, again, like, do, is that within the spirit of the law? No. But the, the First Amendment is so clear about protecting the rights of faiths, mm -hmm. that it's, it's it almost has to be an incredible outlier for me to do anything about it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, you really have to go far. You have to hurt other people. You have to, uh, there has to be blatant proof that you're doing something for that particular purpose. You mm -hmm. have to err on that side. I think you'd agree with me, even if mm -hmm. maybe it's not this particular church. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something, you know, we saw this with the Hobby Lobby case. You know, a lot of people were saying, hey, wait a minute, it's got nothing to do with your religious belief. You shouldn't be able to, you know, hold back, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the pill and all that other stuff because you don't believe in it or whatever, even though, by the way, they did allow the pill, but forget all that for a second. The bottom line is, if they say they believe it and they are passionate about it, you have to pretty much, uh, unless it violates another part of the Constitution, allow that to go on. I mean, I think in most cases, you kind of do. If it gets to be a big church where they're bringing in billions of dollars, there's probably a, an investigation that goes on. But if you have these little pockets of congregations, there's a couple hundred people doing something that's a little bit out of the norm, I, you know, I, I, I find it hard to get worked up about it. Let's 
look at their list of 12 tenants for a good life. Okay, good. And, and see if we can get some clues from that, because mm -hmm. I think we can. Here's their uh, 12, they, they call them de the Deity Dozen, mm -hmm. sort of like the Ten Commandments, uh, and, and here's their list, okay? Uh, first thing is, number one, don't be an a-hole. Treat everyone with love as an equal. So, Jeffy, you've been injected okay. from the What's wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Number two, the day starts with your smile every morning. When you get up, wear it first. Good morning. It's stupid. So, so they're saying you have to sleep naked? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Help others when you can. Not for money, but because it's needed. Charity. All right. Yeah, again. Be number, happy, number charity, four. treat people nicely. These are all Hor tenets of, of, of many, okay. many, many faiths. Yes. Number four, treat your body as a temple. Don't poison it with poor quality foods and sodas. <laughs> they're they're yeah, you're the Church board, of Cannabis. Right? Oh, I'm absolutely out of board it. now. But I will say that a lot of faiths would, would tout the same yes. treat your body as a temple uh, guideline. Do not, number five, do not take advantage of people. Okay, that's nice. Do not intentionally hurt anyone. Again. Yeah, nice. Uh, again, I think that's, again, these are all things found in other faiths. Number six, never start a fight, only finish them. <laughs> okay, well, there you okay. go. I, I mean, come on. That's a real religious tenet? That, doesn't not, that one does not seem like it's a, not. a religious that's one. That's not. Okay, well. Could be, you could argue it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's you know, uh, essentially what um, the libertarian approach to war is, though, right? Like, so you don't start yes. fights, but you go okay. and you do finish them. So it's not, it's not a pacifist church. All right. Grow food. Uh, number seven, grow food, raise animals, get nature into your daily routine. Okay. Respect yeah. Mother Earth. Number eight, do not be a troll on the Internet. Respect others without <laughs> name-calling and being vulgarly it's aggressive. It's oddly modern, <laughs> yes. I would say. However. But again, be nice to people. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a tenet of many other faiths. Don't, okay. don't bear false witness against others. Uh, number nine, spend at least 10 minutes a day just contemplating life in a quiet space. I mean, this would be consistent nice. with, with lots of faiths, mm -hmm. especially yeah. ones that teach, uh, you know, uh, um, what's the thing where you uh, uh, meditation? Uh, meditation, meditation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number uh, ten. When you see a bully, stop stop them by any means possible. Protect those who cannot protect themselves. Okay. Well, I like so, that. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Eleven. Laugh often. Share humor. Have fun in life. Be positive. Okay. Fine. And number twelve. Cannabis, the healing plant, is our sacrament. It brings us closer to ourselves and others. It is our fountain of health, our love, curing us. From illness and depression, bullcrap. We embrace it with our whole heart and spirit, individually and as a group. Uh, and okay. again, like I don't whatever. Know, whatever. It seems to me like they just mm. want to smoke a bunch of pot. But they again, I, you know, I've got a tough time being worked up about it. If, if you're, it, it's you got you know, you have to be able to really be sure mm -hmm. you have the, the, the shall make no law, and shall make no law. I don't know. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty powerful. Just like I would say, like there are things where you say, like, well, I want to have ninety-seven bazookas, and people would say, uh, well, no, you know, look, you can't have ninety-seven bazookas, and you'd say, well, uh, you know, you can't. I have a right to bear arms. They can't restrict that right. My right shall not be shall restricted. Shall not be restricted. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, like, is it an extreme argument on there? And like, is it a little bit, you know, strange and out of the mainstream? Sure, but I, I'd rather err on that side. Those rights are, are are sacred. And when you start screwing with them around the fringes, mm -hmm. you find out twenty, thirty years later, all of a sudden the right doesn't exist. Look at the That's Fourth true. Amendment, for I example. Know. I mean, I, you know, it's it just gone. It's just literally dead. It, they might as well erase it off the document because it barely does anything anymore. And, like, over time, mm -hmm. these things do fade away like that. Yeah.
So you're you're on board with the Church I am, of Canada? Uh, I'm a member. Very I forgot in. to tell you. Okay. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too. So I, sh I should have done that full disclosure first, right? Yeah, yeah I am a full Fletch member. I yeah, actually started George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> I made a five hundred thousand dollar donation to the Church of Cannabis. I should have <laughs> disclosed that. like our ninth spoon segment of the week. <laughs> We're just getting fatter. I don't know if anyone notices, has noticed that. Uh, welcome to it. Uh, so uh, Jeffy has Periscope on, by the way. If you're uh, on Twitter and you use Periscope, you can go there and get started. I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be a sandwich. Um, and, uh, and you can watch us on there, too. We're going to do a little behind the scenes, which we usually do after the spoon segment, give you a final review afterwards. Uh, today is Olive Garden. I'm a fan what? of Olive Garden. I, uh, I like them. Yes. I like their food. Um, it's pretty freaking good. People make fun of it because I don't know. For some reason, it got that like standard like chain restaurant stigma. Yeah. For some reason, and I don't know why. It's really I, I like it. So they have the unlimited breadsticks, which everyone knows about with the salads. Uh huh. Um, however, why, I mean, why, why are you eating now? Why I know French fries. I know what French fries do. I know, but I'm just curious. As we're on you the are. air, like this is a t this is a television show. Everyone can see you eating. Uh huh. I know. So anyway, um, Olive Garden has come up with a new thing. It's they're called breadstick sandwiches. I've never, I've never had fries at Olive Garden before. I haven't either. That's the first time I've ever had Olive Garden fries. So how are they? Are they tasty? Let's they're try good. the fries. They got some like Parmesan cheese on them or something. Not bad. Mm. All right, they are good. They're good. Mm -hmm. Be nice to have some ketchup with it, but whatever. I know. Have you ever got through one of these segments without complaining about the food? Um, I don't know. Mm. No, probably but not. Your fries. Why do you have French fries? You have ketchup. It's part of it's American thing. Well, this is an Italian think. restaurant, so I guess that wouldn't really apply. In America. <laughs> okay, All right, so, so they have new sandwiches that are uh, made out of their breadsticks. Now, here's the breadsticks. Now, you know that breadsticks, if you ever go to Olive Garden, they've got the, like, they've, like, really buttered the outside, like, so it's, like, mm -hmm. nice and Ooh, greasy. Was the and sauce or whatever? Mm. And, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they gave us a bunch of extra breadsticks, which is great. But, so mm -hmm. these sandwiches are new. We have a eggplant, or a chicken parmesan and a meatball parmesan that Pat and Jeffy have to sample. Okay. And I don't believe this is actually on the menu, but they did make me an eggplant parmesan to sample. That's great. Um, which is, That's I'm nice very sample. excited about it. Yes. Uh, very nice. Okay. So, so we're about to get All right. The meatball first. I'm going to try the meatball while you try your, is the eggplant good? It's damn good. Is it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. What are you, which one are you trying? Meatball. All right, I'll go for chicken. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, it's pretty good. The chicken and the eggplant. Uh, oh, the meatball? chicken parm. That's not too bad. Not too bad. Not a huge uh, positive review from Jeffy. Now, I wouldn't kick it off my plate for eating crackers. Wait, I would definitely what? eat almost anything off my <laughs> If it started eating something, I would definitely keep it off my plate. Um, the eggplant parmesan is uh, pretty darn good. And I will say, like, the bread, there is an additional mm. advantage to having them on the breadstick, which is really the innovation here. They've had, they have right. all these other products. They have chicken mm -hmm. parmesan. They have meatballs. They have eggplant parmesan. But putting them on the actual breadstick is great. It's and a great idea. I mean, because the breadsticks are just so good by themselves. The breadsticks... Are delicious. Look, look, look at the look amount that. of like salt and look how they shine. Mm. Like, can you see yourself, audience? Can you see yourself in the mirror? That's look how they stuff. shine, shine, Ooh. shine. 
Mm. All right. Let's I'm going to try the uh, chicken parm now. Have you tried the meatball yet? I'm trying right now. Well, oh, meatball is good. Mm-hmm. Meatball you like better? I think I do. Mm. Um. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a good idea. It's good. I like the size of them, too. They're not, like, gigantic. Like, they're good lunch size. They're not overwhelming. Meatball's gonna... a lot better. Meatball's better than the chicken from mm-hmm. Jeffy. Pat, you're, you're Yeah, probably. Probably. But I like them both, actually. Yeah. They're good. Both pretty good. I mm-hmm. wouldn't kick it off my plate for eating crackers, too. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you eat? you have ketchup? Mm-hmm. Where did you get the ketchup? Wait, oh. Oh. They actually came. Oh, my gosh. Ketchup. We've got ketchup. Ketchup That's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, Delicious. All right. In the meantime, uh, according to BuzzFeed, you should grab your stretchy pants because Pizza Hut's new crust is surrounded by 28. Get the, you know what they're doing with pizza is like, it's it's it should almost be illegal what they're doing yes. mm-hmm. with the crust because they're making the crust edible now. <laughs> the crust, yeah. A lot of people just leave the crust because it's like, okay. It's yeah. okay. It's only yeah. okay. I mean, it's all right. Yeah. But now everybody's... Flavoring with sriracha and all that stuff with, oh, the, with I, the crust. We've highly I think that's rated a great the. Idea. Is that what did you say? Those Pizza Hut. Yeah. Because um, the Pizza Hut, they have these um, <clears throat> thin crust pizzas they've re- released. And they've yeah. got uh-huh. a honey crust and a sriracha crust, and right. they are awesome. Like now, they're, they're one of the better fast food pizza places that I've had. Try this now, because Pizza Hut has just announced their new hot dog bites pizza. <laughs> what? They put Come 28 on. hot dogs into the crust <laughs> of their pizza. <laughs> what? That's awesome. I mean, look at that. It's a little absurd. That's crazy. That'll last about yeah, a week. That seems like a gimmick. That I can't seem- believe some place would do that. Why don't we have it here? And it comes with pretzel bread. When is it coming out there, uh, Natasha? Wow. June 18th uh, for the uh, hot dog pizza thing. If you, if you ever try some of these foods, I would love for you to post on Twitter yeah. or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, one of those places, and tell us what you thought of them. Because, Look at that. We, you know, we want, we want you guys to get involved with the spoon segment. Why do you, you ask why? Well, because if you get involved in it, then we can legitimately go to management and say, hey, look, how interested people are in this segment, mm-hmm. and then we can increase the budget for the segment. That is, that is the goal. We it's want to brilliant. eat more. It's brilliant. And we want you to help us eat more. Listen to this. The large one-topping pizza features 28 premium hot dog bites baked into the crust. Nice. And it's served with a side of French, French's mustard for eleven ninety nine. Pizza Hut News release uh, says the gluttonous dish debuts June 18th, as we just told you. That is incredible. Eleven ninety nine, and you're getting 28 hot dogs? I mean, just 28 just hot dogs. Just those little hot dog bites, though. But still, that's pretty just that, good, though, is, man. I mean, if you were go if you were to a restaurant and they had they the uh, it was twenty eight hot dog bites was the thing you were buying. What would that be? Eight dollars? Yeah, nine dollars have to be right. I mean, have to be. It wouldn't be two dollars. No so, way. You're I right. Mean, uh, that's a pretty good deal. Eleven ninety nine for that. <laughs> that's a really good deal. Yeah. I mean, no. And people wonder, hey, why is America the fattest nation on earth? Uh, we just showed you. We just showed you. Mm-hmm. 28 hot dogs in a pizza. Pretty amazing. I mean, we are the country that Pretty elected amazing. William Howard Taft, who was um, uh, overweight. overweight. Mm-hmm. True. A lot like uh, Jeffy, who is also uh, overweight. overweight. Now, uh-huh. I know you, you said it with us when we said it for about Taft, but mm-hmm. you didn't, well, you didn't say it that time. Busy. By the right. way, there, uh, Reddit, I guess, banned one of their groups called Fat People Hate. Well, it's like, really? I mean, that's where I go all the time to talk about Jeffy and now it's, it's a gone. staple of life. <laughs>